everybody. Welcome to the Reborn Social Podcast. I am here with Lonnie and Eric. My name is Sarah. I'm an intern here and I am a co-host of this podcast. Uh, my name is Lonnie and I'm also an intern here and yeah, I'm a co-host too now. Yeah. And my name is Eric. You guys know me from past episodes. I am the podcast producer for Reborn and it's glad to be back for people that stuck around. Been a little bit since our start to season two but things are uh, changing as you could tell from the voices in this episode and what direction we're going to be going in but definitely still exciting yeah so we had a bit of a break there but um now we have lonnie on as a regular co-host um and which is going to be really great um and yeah lonnie you if you want to like yeah uh so my name is lonnie um I'm 18. I graduated from high school in June, did like the last semester uh, online during COVID. Um, And yeah, I'm a videography intern here at Reborn. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Great. Okay, so we're just going to be chatting a bit today about, you know, how we've been dealing with life during COVID. Um, And maybe specifically, like, how we've found this sort of loneliness aspect of it in terms of not being able to see people not being able to meet new people make relationships etc 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 so um super exciting and relevant stuff um so yeah i mean we could just jump right into it before we get into it for a second i just want to open it up to the audience and stuff like that but Lonnie, how did you run into Reborn? Because I'm sure if Maggie was here and things are changing, she, I'm sure she wants the podcast to be like an open thing. She's never wanted this to be her thing in general. So passing the torch over to people at Reborn that can take care of it, I'm sure that was her big picture. But how did you find Reborn? How did you get into it? And why did you like um, it? Yeah, I love it so far. I found it because I over like the summer break that I had before, like right after high school ended, I was like, I have no clue what I want to do with my life, like, at all. Um, But I've been making videos for, like, years, like, six years or something like that, Um, and just posting them on YouTube, and I found out that, like, I really like doing that. So I was looking for, like, internships with, like, making videos so I could learn how to work in a team and stuff like that, and um, I found Reborn, and I've also had, like, issues with mental health in the past, and I was like, wow, this is perfect. Like, I get to help people, and, like, learn how to make videos so I just applied and and then yeah very That's cool you're, awesome. st- you start, you're starting off early 18 years old already getting this internship if I look I didn't get an internship till later into college but good for you I wasn't planning on it I just like I was like I just want to get experience because I I I don't want to go to college because it's so much money so I was like hey if I get experience maybe I can get a job and like work off of that but I'm probably gonna end up going to college anyway yeah very understandable um i'm also a film major so i can relate to the loving the video stuff it's fun stuff um yeah no it's it's cool it's really sounds a lot a lot of fun like your youtube and everything quick question for wait hold on quick question for you both sorry i didn't mean to cut you guys off Mm -hmm. zoom that happens (laughs) but um for both of you guys real quickly because i'm sure a lot of people can relate um to film majors it's like during these times usually everything's hands-on before covid hit i was taking this tv studio production class um that was kind of like a film studies within my communications major and then that got cut off and we had to do 
videos from home and do like side writing projects, which has nothing to do with film or TV at all. So how are you guys managing right now? Cause that's your major. I took that as kind of like not an elective, but something to get my credits in. Yeah, it's, it's rough. <laughs> Sorry to me to cut you off there, Lonnie, if you want to go. You go, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I mean, it's rough. I mean, I'm predominantly doing screenwriting, so that's been okay because right. a lot of that is done independently. Um, you know, workshopping is a little weird, but it still works. Um, but, you know, it seems like most of the classes are sort of being like documentary classes because you can sort of use like archival footage. You don't have to um you know actually go out and film things but right. yeah. yeah it's i've i mean it's really really weird like i hear back on campus i didn't go back to campus this this past fall but um i hear back on campus like we usually rent out the equipment and they're like not even letting that happen on like a regular basis anymore so it's like really hard to you know actually make content as a film major you know, to the extent that you would have previously wanted to. A lot of, like, short films that had gotten grants um, that were set to be produced, you know, that I was set to work on a, a short film, you know, those those all fell through because they weren't allowed to, you know, have a big production on campus or anything. So it's it's definitely rough to deal with that sort of, like, barrier when that's sort of integral to what you're studying or what you want to do, whether you're in college and doing it or not. Um, but I think it's definitely comforting to know that, like, everyone in your major is going through that same thing, right, and there's yeah. a lot of other majors that also are going through that same thing, so it's not like you're the one that's, you know, being held back, right? It's like a unanimous uh, barrier that everyone has to experience, so it's sort of everyone's going through the same thing at that, in that way, so that's definitely a comforting fact about that, but it is hard. Yeah, I've actually met a lot of people that I wouldn't have met if it wasn't for COVID through like making films and stuff. Cause I had to like reach out and find people that had like similar interests and cause I couldn't see any of my friends. So, um, so that's been actually kind of cool. I've met like two or three people that we've started to like write stuff and like prepare for stuff to film like after this is over, which is probably going to be a while, but you know, whatever. So, yeah. All right. That's the world we live in now, right? Yeah, it's it's all about make and do with what with the sort of cards you're dealt with. Um, it's it's not easy for anyone, but you definitely have to make it work for yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah. So before Sarah, I cut you off. I think you're going to ask Lonnie something. I don't know if that's already gone from your train of thought, or you still kind of had that uh, <laughs> out there. <laughs> to but, be honest, I do not remember. <laughs> I was going to ask you, um, how do you get into film and like all that stuff? Oh, like, me personally. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was never something that I was, like, really knew if I wanted to study or not, because it wasn't, like, offered at my high school or anything, so I didn't really know what it would be like as, like, a form of study, um, but the first college I went to, I, I tra I'm a transfer student at my current college, so I don't currently attend the first college I went to, but at that college, I just wanted to try it out, I tried it out, um, and it was sort of, I sort of really liked the content, even though I didn't like the situation that I was in. I really liked the content that I was learning and I was really like intrigued by it. Um, Cause originally I had wanted to be an English major and that was quickly panning out to not be what I wanted it to be. Um, so I tried out film then at the school that I transferred to 
and the first class I took was a screenwriting class, like a screenwriting 101 class, and I was, I just completely fell in love. I love screenwriting so much, because I've always wanted to be a writer, and screenwriting just felt like such a good manifestation of that desire, Um, and so I just, like, I just completely fell in love with film, and that's how I wanted to do film, so it was sort of, like, it, it was really college for me that was able to get me into film as, like, a, you know, not only as, like, a hobby, but also as, like, an academic field. Um, but I'm also doing history alongside with uh, film. I'm doing a double major because I just also really love history, and I also really love job, you know, majors that don't get you jobs. But that's cool, you know? We're working here, and <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's so cool. Yeah, I want a double major in uh, film and government. Um, even though those kind of have nothing to do with each other, but yeah, I feel like you could make listen. Film and history also have nothing to do with each other, but it's it. I mean, it's what's about what doing what you want to do because most people don't end up doing what they do what they majored in college anyway. So, do what you want to do when you're in college, um, and study what you want to study and learn as much as you can. That's that's my advice for college, there even though I'm still attending. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, for sure, I agree. Yeah, so um, we can just jump into sort of like, you know, how we're dealing with our mental health during COVID and during, you know, sort of this period of extreme isolation and also like how we're dealing with not being able to meet new people because this has been something that's actually been on my mind recently because I just, I for my personal experience, um, the past few years of my life have been sort of weird because, um, like I said, I'm a transfer student. So um, my first year of college was spent in Southern California. And um, I really wasn't good at making friends there. It wasn't like the right space for me. But, um, you know, that was sort of my life for a good six to eight months. Um, Then I transferred. Um, Now I go to school in Chicago. And that sort of was my life for five months until we all had to go home because of coronavirus. So it was sort of weird where I didn't really feel like I was completely settled in Chicago by the time that coronavirus happened. Um, And I really didn't feel like I made deep connections in either California or in uh, Chicago. So it was sort of weird for me to come back in the spring and really feel like I had no one to talk to because it would it it was two years since I went to high school, so those friends were sort of di- more distanced than than uh, than in the past, and and I only really had one close friend from California, and I had a few close friends from Chicago, but again, like we only spent like five months together, or even less than that, so it wasn't really like we had become super super close. Um, so it was really weird for me back in the spring. Um, and this past fall, we sort of, me and my, me and my friends from Chicago were sort of got to talking again and do, doing, you know, weekly Zoom calls just to speak to someone our own age, because I think that's really, really important. And I was really, really missing that from my life. But it was really hard for that period where it really felt like I had no one, no peers that I could really talk to besides, you know, my siblings. <laughs> um, so for me, it's been really hard. Um, so I don't know if any of you guys have any similar experiences or very different experiences with that, um, because obviously, like, I'm home with my family. Not everyone is, 
you know, home with their family. Some people are living in their own apartments um, and whatnot. Um, be so lonely, like living alone. Like, I can't even imagine. That's so lonely. Yeah. Um, but I've had a similar experience, kind of, because I graduated high school in June. Uh, so, and after that, like, all my friends that I made in high school kind of, um, like, have a college that they're going to. And most of them, they were able to, like, go on campus and kind of quarantine there. So they made a bunch of friends, and I was kind of stuck in my hometown, just, like, not having any, like, new friends or new experiences or anything like that, um, which kind of sucked. But, you know, you get through it. <laughs> and I found ways to kind of, like, meet my friends, new friends, and meet, like, reconnect with some old friends. And, yeah, I don't know. You do what you can. Yeah, I definitely get it. This is such a weird time and what's and what I've started to notice through what you guys have just mentioned, like I am a post college grad. We're talking about someone who just graduated high school and then someone who's currently in college. You kinda have all three mixed in here, right? Um my experience was a little different. I it it's just something I think about all the time also is that I got out of college with two very close friends that I talk to every day. Um, you know, play video games together, you know, they'll FaceTime once in a while, hang out. And then I thought about it. I remember telling them, I was like, guys, like if we were like a semester later, we may have never met or had any type of like, we never would have built any type of relationship other than being on Zoom. And we may not even have the type of relationship we have now. And they're like, that's crazy to think about. And um, thinking about Sarah's situation for a second, that's a lot to miss out on because you really think about it. There's an alternate you know, universe somewhere where Sarah met someone at this point, or maybe a group of people, she has a whole new group of friends now. And it's like, and now that COVID hit, it's, it's all pretty much different. So I, I can't imagine just thinking about that thought in general scares me. Like I'm lucky to be even escaping with any form of relationship or friends with people out of college to on time to the point where I could like that relationship's still there by the time COVID hit anyway. But you think about how, if everything was still on campus from the time you transferred to right now if you were still able to go into classrooms physically who you would have met who you've been able to talk to your life would be so much different isn't that such a strange thing to think about yeah i mean not to mention that i was supposed to study abroad this past fall oh. i was supposed to be yeah. in bologna italy right now i was but, just gonna ask oh man um yeah i mean it definitely i mean it sucks for everyone i'm not gonna you know pretend that I, my situation is special by any means right yeah. I, mean, I know so many people that missed out on their graduation which is like such a me too i did it from home honestly didn't mind it but um there's a lot of people out there that want the physical yeah i mean everyone everyone has right everyone wants you know certain experiences and everyone's missing out on those it's not like any you know anyone's not suffering from it and i'm definitely not suffering you know the worst yeah my school's very diverse and there's a lot of people who are like first generation college grads who are like i want to walk that stage i want to get my diploma and my family will be there and they didn't get that opportunity unfortunately like they did um months down the line i didn't see a point to it for me personally but they my school ended up doing a thing where on the football field socially distanced they were able to actually do a walk at graduation but initially like they, they do it at like prudential center so it's mm-hmm. like it was supposed to be a bigger thing and i mean at least they, they did something but that's just that's also a crazy thing too that at my school too like for graduating high school but obviously i think graduating college is more important um for some people at least i guess um but yeah it's it's pretty sad that 
yeah some people don't get that opportunity and i feel like covid's changed like plans for everyone in the world right now which i feel like it's like pretty unifying like it's pretty great to think even though it's like a really bad situation it's pretty cool to think that like literally almost every single person is going through like the same thing right now and yeah that that rarely ever happened yeah it's it's definitely rough and i think that especially for um you know this country it's like very rough because there's a lot of like um you know compounded on issues that we're all dealing with as well so um and even more so for some of us so it's it's definitely like a rough time (laughs) um but uh i think i think it's sort of interesting how um how you know some people didn't like like you lani um some people didn't even get to experience their you know coming out of high school you know summer like that that summer is such a crazy summer going into and going into college I mean I know you you didn't but I know so many people so many freshmen you know had their first year of college complete like or at least first fall of college virtual which is just so crazy to me I know my brother's a senior right now in high school and he's applying to colleges and he even he might have his first fall of college virtual and it's just such a crazy thing to think about because you in a way, I can really relate because I I feel like I sort of missed out on my first year of college anyway because I was at a different school. So in a way, I can relate to that feeling. Um, but also, you know, I think I learned so much about myself being in a place that wasn't my home and experiencing an environment that was completely foreign to me and being surrounded by people that I didn't know. I think that experience was so important for me, even though I did transfer and even though I did, you know, I absolutely hated the experience there. Um, I think it was so important for me to learn about myself, learn about like how I feel about certain things, how I, you know, what my, what I want from a college experience, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that so many people are missing out on. And I just, I feel for those people, I feel for all the people that are missing out on all the major life experiences that they're going through right now. Um, yeah. But it's, I think the, the, the real kicker, like the hardest part, at least in my opinion, um, about in terms of missing out on experiences, obviously people are struggling <laughs> in other ways, but I'm talking about um, just sort of life experiences. I think just not being able to see people that, you know, don't live within your, whatever your living arrangement is, that's really, really tough because... It's just, it's so isolating for your mental health, but it's also just such a disappointment because so many people that I know, I mean, obviously, like my peers, we're all at a point of our, in our lives that it's sort of the time to meet new people. It's the time to, like, make those connections, the time to, like, you know, really just experience so many different people from all walks of life and just sort of get to know the world around you that's sort of you because you've been sort of closed off to whatever your high school was and whatever your hometown was for so long that you sort of want to just just live you know and meet people and and like learn about other people's lives and etc 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 and that's really been cut off like not even like 
not even like a little bit existing. It's just completely been cut off. Yeah. That was the one thing that I was like really, really looking forward to, like ending high school is being able to like go anywhere, meet so many new people. Like I wanted to meet everyone. And like, obviously that was never going to happen, but I wanted to like have a gap year and like travel and stuff and like go to all these different countries and meet all these different people. Cause I've lived in this town of like 15,000 people for my entire life. And like, I traveled a lot, kind of, not really a little bit, but um, like never by myself, always with my parents. And it was like, I was really excited to like have that independence and like, but that didn't happen, but it'll happen eventually, hopefully crossing my fingers. I think it will definitely happen eventually. Like we will be able to return to at least some point of normalcy. Um, but I think just for now, it's just such a weird experience because I think also people are sort of losing the, um, knack for socialization. At least I feel like I am, but I, and I hear a lot of people on, you know, Twitter and, um, that are, can also relate where we're just sort of like losing our percept, like perception on what socializing is and like how do you meet new people and how do you interact with other people socially and oh my god is it okay to like talk to more than 10 people at a time in in one setting and it's all of that stuff is going to be so weird to go back to everyone's first day out is going to be so weird like i'm I'm thinking about going i'm thinking about like a bar right now i haven't even set foot in one not even like outdoor nothing like that i'm just imagining once like we get the green light ready to go what that's going to be like either everyone's just going to catch up on what they missed out on or we're just going to be totally confused on how to even talk to people at, at this point. Yeah. I think I think it's important like that that what you just said is really important because I think you know if we're thinking about it realistically everyone's going to be dealing with it so differently. I mean first of all there's going to be all the families that were affected directly by coronavirus which they're going to have a completely different, you know, reaction to going back obviously. Mm-hmm to you know normal life quote unquote mm-hmm. um and some people are may may want to just go all out and just you know fully make up for all that lost time once once restrictions are are you know lifted and everything's safe and some people might be really 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 anxious about going back out and that's a very valid feeling because this is something that no one's ever experienced before where you know we've sort of been constrained to our own houses um for such an extended amount of time that people seriously could have developed a a social anxiety in terms of um you know talking to people outside you know without being socially distanced and having a mask on and so i think that's a super valid um you know feeling to have i mean i sort of have a sense of anxiety i don't think it's not super severe i'm very excited to get back and talking to people but um, it's definitely nerve. It's definitely nerve wracking. I definitely feel nervous about what it's going to be like to meet new people. And like, I think I'm o- also always going to be thinking about like, is this safe right now? Is this a safe thing that I should be doing right now? Or am I putting myself at risk? Um, so it's, it's definitely interesting how, well, it will be interesting to see how people are, different people are going to react to, you know, going back to normalcy. Um, but it's also going to open up a lot of new conversations about, you know, what this point of, you know, this period of quarantine has done to us mentally. Yeah, I feel like I've, I talked about that with my therapist, actually, because, um, like, 
a few months ago or whatever, COVID was like at a low and people were starting to go out again. And like my friends were inviting me places and I was talking to my therapist. I was like, I, I'm really anxious about it. Like I forgot how to socialize. And on top of that, like I'm worried that I'm going to get sick. I'm worried that I'm going to get my parents sick. Like where would we even go, you know? And like, it was something that like I had to like really think about and be like, is this worth it? And obviously when it's over, you know, hopefully soon it's going to be a lot easier but i think there always will be that anxiety and like like that um like scared feeling not only about like covid but also like socializing in general like i feel like i completely forgot how to like talk to people 100% yeah yeah i think it's definitely going to have to be a sort of relearning on that aspect of like you know meeting new people i mean it's just such a weird it's just such a weird thing because, I mean, I've been through a lot of meeting new people with transferring. Like, I feel like I've met, like, so many new people over the last two years of my life. But even I'm like, what, is, what does that mean? What, I mean, what, what's meeting new people? And it's just really weird because I feel like as a society, as, like, a generation, we try and make up for it um, through social media. And, you know, TikTok has blown up right i think tiktok's a huge a huge reason tiktok has become as popular as it is is because of quarantine and because people are sort of trying to see other people's faces um that they're not familiar with um and i think it's really interesting how we sort of try and supplement it with supplement you know meeting new people and interacting with other people with you know social media because I think that's a sort of a good thing and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it can be really good because you are seeing new people and you are sort of like, you can sort of start interactions over that and like, you know, learn about people from all walks of life from that that you wouldn't necessarily meet otherwise, right? You can like watch a TikTok from someone, you know, from Germany, which who you would have never met otherwise, you know, just throwing out an example um but i think it also can be a little bit harmful at times too because it's it's sort of the same thing that we always talk about with social media where it's a very performative persona and you're not actually meeting and interacting with a person you're interacting and meeting with their performance and so it's definitely hard to understand that line especially when we're so eager for you know true connection and human connection um it's definitely hard to see that line and understand that line um yeah while you know while still while still trying to make new friends and make the best out of the situation Mm -hmm. so it's definitely hard yeah so other than just relationships in general, we mentioned this on, I think our previous podcast, maybe one or two before that, but it's crazy how much, like specifically for me, I don't know about you guys, but my, my mental health has taken a bit of a turn recently. Like when I first started with Reborn, um, I, I, I didn't like, it wasn't something, Reborn wasn't something I found and heard about because you know, of their message and everything like that, I found an opportunity to potentially help my career. And then when I really started to find out what Maggie and what the message was she was trying to fulfill, that was really inspiring. Um, 
but during these times, I feel like my mental health has taken a dip and my anxiety has gone up a little bit. Like, listen, you guys have a lot left ahead of you, especially like for academics or anything you want to do currently to get ready for your future careers. But I got nervous. I'm like, I got to start like a career now. Like I still work a job I currently work at that. Luckily I'm, I'm able to work full time because there's a lot of people right now that can't find work, have to collect unemployment. And that's unfortunate that people can't find work at this time. And then it's like multiple times I'm applying for jobs, not hearing anything back. And I'm sure a lot of people are going through that as well. And it's just very weird that when I first came here, it was like, like, you know, I was kind of trying to go for the goal. Like I'm going to help this podcast. I want to help it grow. This is a great um, organization that I want to help and lead to success in some way, shape or form. And now I'm falling into this hole of like, like anxiety here and there that I've never felt before. And luckily I did find reborn. And after all, it did help me because I, I now I have a platform to talk about it. I wouldn't be sitting here today talking about it if I wasn't able to. And I feel like that's just such a great thing too. Cause you think about the relationships people have and what they're trying to get out of all this, because what we're missing with relationships and everything like that. And what we've mentioned up to, all up till this point. And also people too, people are a little lonely during this time too, right? Like, you know, we can't see anybody. You can still talk to people, but it's really not the same as being one-on-one -on -one in person or in a group. And so it's, I feel like a lot of people are starting to, you know, not like kind of like sit with themselves and realize and like, like, you know, like you don't have, you don't think about it all the time. You're always going out. You're always meeting people. You're always seeing people. You're sitting in a classroom full of people. You're talking to people all the time. You don't think about how much that can affect a person. And now that we're all at home, it's like, there's a lot of downtime, a lot of time to think and sit to yourself and sometimes it can get bad. So that's kind of the things I've been going through recently. So I don't know what you guys have dealt with in terms of that, but I feel like that kind of connects to the whole relationships things too, is that we got to go through this somewhat alone at the same time as trying to communicate virtually, which like I said, is not the same thing as being in person. Yeah. And it also changes like your relationship to yourself. Like, that's arguably the most important relationship that we have. And I think like I've definitely felt during this time, like that I've had to sit with more things than I've had to in the past. And I think it's all my friends have said, like we've all talked about it. Like it's been like uh, a period of like really intense growth, like personal growth for a lot of people, which I think is really cool that people have like taken the opportunity and like, like sat with themselves and gotten to know themselves and I know I've definitely done that and it's been <laughs> interesting um yeah and I th but I think it definitely leads to like some mental health problems but also some mental health successes yeah you think about it in like the positive light for a second right it's like it's 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 a nice thing to sit down and kind of figure yourself out and learn about yourself but some people just have never been used to that type of thing some people were actually able to step step aside from being in like a crowd or talking to a certain amount of people and being like well what about me like what like what am i where's my journey gonna go like what do i need to know about myself to be happy and stuff like that so if there's a positive out of this whole thing i hope the people out there that did find themselves or kind of learn about themselves and understand themselves that they'll come out of this thing being better but at the same time there's people out there that like i mentioned at the beginning it's people aren't used to that type of thing so it's it's going to be it's i'm sure it's tough for people currently and it's going to be tough for people that need to deal with that for an extended period of time because to be current right now the numbers are going up as as of right now so 
who knows when this thing will end. I heard a vaccine is coming. We've got trials coming up and everything like that. But as of right now, we're, we, we're kind of sticking in the same spot. So I, my, you know, my, my thoughts are with those people that are currently trying to find themselves right now and are struggling with that because I know they will. And you'll come to realize that all you got is, all you got is yourself right now. When we're out of this thing, we'll get back to where we were and, you know, we'll get back in the swing of normal life, you know? I definitely think it's, it's really hard to sit with yourself. So Lonnie, what you were saying is, and, and Eric, what you guys were both saying is definitely true. I think it's really, really hard to just, feel alone to this extent and just have to sit with yourself and and really just like dig down deep and get to know yourself more than you might have ever had to in the past like that's a really really weird experience to have i actually had that experience when i was transferring um so this is not like unnecessarily new for me in terms of feeling very isolated. I mean, it is in terms of like the whole world is isolated. But um, when I was at my school in California, um, I based, I wasn't able to make friends there. I really, you know, I only had my roommate who was my only friend. Um, and I sort of, you know, it was, it was, it was a lot going on. There was a lot of bad experiences that I was having. Um, but also I was sort of having a crisis within myself because I was sort of like, I thought that this school was going to be the perfect fit for me, and I thought English major was exactly what I wanted to study, and I thought that, you know, this was going to be the perfect life move for me. And being, like, being able to admit to myself that I was wrong about myself was really, really hard for me to do, and I spent most of my, you know, academic year isolated in my own, you know, tiny little dorm room with my roommate um and you know thank god for her because truly like she was a savior for me um but other than her I really really was alone I mean I facetimed my family a lot which helped um but they were also you know a six hour plane right away so it was still really really hard and I felt super super isolated and it was it was such a mess of you know mental health and it was a mess of, you know, feeling insecure about myself and feeling confused and conflicted and stressed because of, you know, having to do college applications all over again. Um, and so I definitely, it was definitely a hard experience for me. So I can definitely relate to people that are going through that now, you know, during this time of isolation. Like, I get what that what what that is. I mean, luckily, I'm not experiencing that now because you know, I'm in a better place and I feel more secure about myself because I went through that period of growth, um, you know, just back in uh, 2018. Um, but, you know, I, I like I definitely had to use crisis counseling when I was there. So a lot of those resources aren't available to people that are going through coronavirus. So it's even harder. Um, and it's not even like you can just like walk outside and go to a movie to get your mind off things like that's not available. So it's, I mean, even though that was a really, really hard experience for me, um, and it, I feel like it's very similar to maybe a lot of experiences that people are going through now, um, I still had availabilities then just because of the time that people don't have now. So it's even an extra burden um, on people that are going through that period of growth in their lives. And it's, 
it's not easy. Like, I want to stress that as much as possible. It is so not easy. And anyone who is, you know, feeling like they're really having to sit with their se- themselves and learn about themselves and struggle with anxieties about who they are and insecurities about who they are. And at the same time, you know, learning that they might not like things that they thought they did and that they like things that they didn't think they liked and all of these things, like, that's okay. Like, it's, it's really not easy, but it's so okay that you're going to do it and you're going to come out of the experience stronger than you, like, could have ever imagined. Um, and I think, and I really hope that a lot of people are going to experience something like that um, during coronavirus because even though it is a really hard experience, it's such a, it's such a rewarding one. And so, like, Eric, to you, like, and all your anxieties that you've never dealt with before, you know, that's, like, so understandable. I mean, I, I truly, like, I can relate to that when I was just transferring and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Like, that's yeah. such a relatable feeling for so many people and it's so normal and it's really, really hard to experience. But it's important because you learn so much about yourself while you're experiencing those things. And um, it's just, it's very good to learn about yourself and your own mental, like, state to that extent, even if you've never learned about yourself like that before. Um, But I also want to stress that it's also really, really important that you have resources that are available. And so if you, you know, don't have resources that are available, definitely look to things like places like Reborn, like us, like what the work that we're doing here, you know, or even if it's just a friend, you know, that you can FaceTime or text or whatever, like it's really important to make sure that you're not necessarily going through it completely alone. I mean, like I said, I went through crisis counseling while I was going through all of that. I FaceTimed my family constantly and I had my roommate. So even though I was going through a really, really hard time of individual growth, I still had a lot of support coming from different places. And that even though, even if, even though it's coronavirus and even if you might feel you know, even more alone. And I get it because it is, you are more alone than, than I was back then. You can still find resources in in places like Reborn that can work to help you or, you know, different online therapy um, options are definitely great opportunities to, you know, get support from, from a place that's, you know, offering it during this time. It's really, really hard, but it's important that you like use those things so you're not, you know, going through all these anxieties and stresses alone and so that you have that support that you can really feel like you can overcome the hard parts so you can get to the good results, if that makes sense. Thinking about Reborn too for a second, I completely didn't even put this into, you know, my mind as, you know, time went on during quarantine, right? So you guys are fairly new, I would say, to Reborn, right? Like you guys haven't been in the offices or anything like that. Just thinking about it, I've been to the office twice like one was like like I I think three times once was like an interview the second was getting introduced and you have everyone in the office you know taking their mind off things just working on things at reborn taking my mind off all the stress that's going on in my other life that at school and social life and everything like that and just think about it now my third time going into the office nobody was there and I think Maggie was like if you're comfortable coming in you can come in um, we can talk about stuff, go over some stuff, outline stuff. And we ended up doing like a team meeting on Zoom, us two with everyone else. And it's like that whole thing that Maggie set up for people to come in and enjoy themselves and take their mind off things that no longer exists. 
And it's just crazy that, you know, it's, it's affecting everyone and with a resource like reborn. And I've come to realize that, you know, when I came and joined, there's a lot of people that have their own stories with mental health. That's incredible to listen to. And, you know, it's just very inspiring. I didn't have that up until now. I think my story is kind of like building because, you know, going through COVID and things like that, I'm sure everyone's going through a lot, but, um, yeah, they, they just, they don't, they don't have the resource they once had. It's now through virtual. And again, it's a whole lot different, just a whole lot different than what we're already used to doing. But one thing I'll add, which is kind of separate, and I'll kind of add on to what, you know, everything you mentioned, Sarah, is that, you know, before this all happened, we kind of didn't take into consideration that, um, you know, maybe there, there were some things on the agenda that we wanted to do, and maybe there wasn't, and you haven't really you know, again, figured yourself out yet and realize like, what is something, what are some things I do want to do? What do I want to go out and do? And hopefully people keep that in mind. And when we get the green light to go out again and be able to do things mass massless, cause that's the new norm. Now I can't even, you can't now it started off as like, Oh, I forgot my mask in my car or my house. And now it's like, it's always in my pocket somewhere. I got it. Like you can't go anywhere without it, obviously. So when we're good to go, things are back to normal. I hope everyone out there who's dealing with stuff right now or people in general that are going through some tough times that we come out guns blazing, you know, get the job that you always wanted, even though that might be difficult. Go out and do the things that you've always wanted to do. Activities, activities you never thought of doing before COVID hit. And, you know, I think that's going to benefit everybody, but we'll have to wait and see. But I hope that's the case for everyone when this is all said and done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. And Sarah, I can relate to you too, because um, I also went through like a really intense period of like, I guess like aloneness and like self-growth because like in like 2018, 2017 as well, because um, at school, I didn't really have any like close friends or like I didn't meet my my people yet and like I was like it was just not a good time and um I had to really like sit with myself and like like get to know myself I guess and like improve on myself and I think like and coming out of that like I was the proudest of myself that I've ever been and like I felt like I was like in myself and like I knew myself and I was good and I think it's really cool I guess I'm kind of an optimist because I think it's really cool that like people are getting to do that now and like some people who would have never done that otherwise are like having that opportunity and are kind of like forced to do that and I I really hope that everyone comes out of this with like a better understanding of themselves and like more love to themselves and more like like proudness and like that feeling that you like know yourself you know that's I think that's like a great feeling to have yeah even though it wasn't the pause people thought they should have had it kind of forces you into that state yeah. but um so i feel like some some good can come out of this if that is one thing because there is a lot of bad but yeah you gotta yeah. find you've got to find the uh you know the gold in there somewhere you got you got to find like, something good out of the bad you know yeah. yeah and like silver linings yeah for sure yeah and it's also yeah i think it's i think it's really great that people are having the opportunity to grow and if you are struggling and you're not you know you know you don't feel like you're really coming out on top of whatever you're struggling with that's fine too just again make sure you do you know seek the help that you that you might need because that can really help you um overcome you know any any certain even if it's just like one small little battle or like a whole you know 
illness, whatever you might be dealing with, definitely seeking help and seeking support um, from outside resources can really help you put things in perspective, get an objective look on things, and get you through really, really hard times, even during the time of coronavirus when it feels like everyone's struggling with everything. Um, So definitely, like, it we're talking a lot about, you know, the positive side of personal growth, but also if you feel like you're just really down on your luck because, you know, it is COVID, that's fine too. Just make sure that, like, you're not going through that alone. So there are resources. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you're at least stumbling upon becoming aware of Reborn. So definitely look into us if, if that's you know, if this is the, your first time interacting with what Reborn is, um, or, you know, any other resources, you know, do your Googling, uh, as you will. Yeah, and I think, like, also, like, that, on, like, this topic of asking for help, I think that, like, one conversation, or, like, one, like, reaching out can, like, make all the difference if you feel really down, like, and just take that leap, and you can do it, Yeah. Yes, that's awesome. I, yeah, it definitely, it's hard to take that leap, but it's really, really important. I've done it, you know, I, it's, it's, it's hard, it feels weird, it's uncomfortable, especially if you've never done it before, but it's, it's so, you know, it's just, it's just so good to, to let it out to someone who, you know, you may have never met before, like, it, or if, or if it's, you know, your therapist that you have been going to for years, it's the same thing. It's just being able to let it out to someone with an objective point of view on your life can be really, really helpful. Even, even just being able to vent to them can be helpful and let alone whatever advice they have left to give you. So, um, yes, definitely, definitely don't be afraid to ask for help even during the time of coronavirus. Um, and if you, but if you feel like you're, you know, kicking ass right now then good for you i mean honestly i praise you and your strength for being able to get through this time with some awesome periods of growth um which is you know what we were talking about so that's great too whatever your circumstances are in it's okay just keep on moving okay do we feel like we want to wrap up yeah yeah. All right, I'm just going to read out the little blurbs at the end, just hotlines in, in that. And Eric, you can plug what you got to plug. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and then we'll just sign off. Yep. Okay. Um, okay, so that's going to be it for today's podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Um, we look forward to, you know, getting back on schedule with these episodes. Um, like I, like we said earlier, Lonnie's going to be a regular now, so that's something we definitely have to look forward to. I was just going to say for people listening, I don't know if you, you guys have definitely spoken previously because he was able to get on this call, but this is my first time meeting you and it was great. And we got into an in-depth conversation. That's definitely something we needed. And, you know, we got the, uh, all that out of the way. Now we can just get to some, uh, some great episodes coming up in the future. So yeah, it was really nice Pull, pulling the curtain back a little bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, it was really nice meeting both of you guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it was great meeting yeah, you too. too. I, I think it's I think it's gonna be really good that like this I think more conversations like these are not only gonna help us three, but they're hopefully help the people that are listening. So 
Um, thank you again, Lonnie, for, you know, joining the podcast as a co-host. And you can look forward to hearing more from Lonnie in future episodes as well as, uh, you know, Eric and I as well. So um, if you are struggling, you know, talk to someone. If you aren't comfortable opening up to others, there's always uh, help available. Only one phone call or text away. Like we were saying earlier, you know, it's always, it's always good to reach out for help. If you're having any suicidal thoughts and don't have an immediate place of support, please call the Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255 or text HOME to 741-741. And if you know someone who is struggling right now, um, actively guide them in the right direction and lead them to a path of a long and happy and healthy life. And guys, be sure to send any questions you have regarding mental health to podcasting at reborn.social, whether it be about this week's topic or something more general. Send us your questions and we'll be more than happy to answer them on the show. And if you'd like to remain anonymous, that's definitely something we can do as well. Um, listen, we are not mental health experts in any way, shape or form, but we will be more than happy to give an opinion on something you've been thinking about, whether it's about mental health or if it's about something you're going through, we can make it a more general conversation for people to um, take some of our you know, non-expertise advice or what kind of the things we've experienced through all that. So be sure to send questions. So again, podcasting at reborn.social if you'd like, and you can remain anonymous if you'd like to. So we can do that for you and we can answer it on the show. Um, new episodes release every Friday morning. So start your weekend right with Reborn Social and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you, do, if you do enjoy the show, make sure to leave a rating and review and tell your friends. That definitely helps the show. If you do like the show, that's definitely a big thing. Spread it, spread it around, and uh, we'd love to get some more people involved, especially if, they, if this is something they're generally interested in. Um, we want to make Reborn Social a home for people um, who enjoy podcasts, enjoy these type of topics. Um, this is the place to be, so be sure to do that. And if you want more Reborn content, you know, outside of the podcast, you want to look more into Reborn's, uh, you know, uh, social media presence then you can follow us on twitter at reborn underscore social and on instagram at reborn.social so that'll be all thank you guys so much for listening again we'll see you next week and bye bye guys bye.